welcome to another episode of the Agent on Duty podcast. I am John Marion, and I am the Agent on Duty. This podcast is devoted to bringing content about the residential real estate industry. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can always access the show notes for each episode at innovativeproperties.com. Okay, so I recently recorded on video a presentation of why it's important to do a final walkthrough inspection when you are buying a home. Let's get right into it. Okay, so now let's talk about why it's important, critically important to do a final walkthrough prior to closing on a home purchase. Now, the reason I'm bringing this, um, bringing this message to you is an, a recent experience I had where the agent on the other side of the transaction, I was representing the home seller and the agent was representing the buyer. And prior to closing, that buyer never did a final walkthrough. And I don't know why, and after the closing, I talked to the agent about that, and I never was able to get an answer why they never did a final walkthrough. But what happened in this particular case, I was representing an investor client who was selling a rental property, and so the tenant moved out prior to closing, It was, and the home was actually vacant for about a week, and uh, the tenant left the property in... Uh, basically a broom swept condition, but it wasn't super clean. It wasn't as clean as, as a buyer would normally expect it to be. Uh, so there was not personal property to be removed or garbage or junk to be removed. Uh, but there were a few things that were just, um, just shocking to the buyer when they moved in, when they went to the house immediately after they left the closing attorney's office. And, uh, unfortunately there was a rodent that got into the house, got into the kitchen sink and, and died in the sink. And so there was a dead mouse in the sink when they got to the house. So they were pretty shocked about that. And then they had a general complaint about, uh, how the property was not clean. And, uh, I didn't see the property. I don't, you know, inspect the properties prior to, uh, closing unless I'm alerted to something in particular that I need to, uh, look after on a vacant property for the uh, for my client, uh, but in this case there was no no reason for me to do that. Uh, but it, it's not my responsibility to do that on behalf of the buyer. I would I would have given the heads up to the seller uh, if I if I understood what the property condition was, and I would have told the seller uh, to hey you need to clean this up. Let's get it cleaned up uh, before the buyer does their final walkthrough, and. Um, Anyway, so the buyer never did their final walkthrough, and then they went to the attorney's office, signed the documents, and uh, then took possession of the property. And at that point, my seller's responsibility and obligations uh, totally ceased. Um, the buyer took possession of the property, and although they had a right to do a final inspection and ask the seller uh, and really expect and demand that the seller make it right, give a concession, get a cleaning crew out there right away and document that it's been cleaned, whatever, uh, the day before when the, when the 
uh, final walkthrough took place and it should be completed by the closing. Uh, that could have happened. And uh, this, there's two takeaways from this. One is you as a buyer, a home buyer, you, you need to keep that in mind. But more importantly, the second takeaway is that you need to make sure that you're working with an experienced agent who's diligent in doing what they need to do to give you the best advice that you need to hear from a licensed agent. Now, unfortunately, the, the real estate industry allows people to get their, their real estate license uh, and not work the business full time. They are required to do, um, uh, you know, classes, uh, continuing education classes, so many per year or so many per term, uh, depending on the state, I'm sure it's, it's different in every state. Uh, but it's really a minimal amount of training. And if you're not practicing real estate daily, day in and day out, uh, you, you as an agent have not, really fully develop the the habits that you need to in order to uh, fully inform your client of what needs to take place. Uh, so that agent totally did a disservice to uh, their client, in my opinion. Uh, absolutely, they didn't. Uh, not only, it's not only my opinion, it's, it's, it's reality. Uh, they did a disservice to their client uh, by not doing a final walkthrough. And throughout the transaction, there's, uh, as in many transactions, uh, things don't always go smoothly. So we as agents representing our clients need to talk and need to solve problems and need to move things along. We need to talk to the lender and there are questions to be answered, documents that need to be provided, uh, amendments to the contract that that uh, are required because the lender has certain requirements uh, for the underwriters. And so throughout the process, those types of things took place. And we solved those problems, but it was really difficult to get that agent to respond in a timely manner. And um, and through it, there was one time during the process that she was uh, that the agent was texting me uh, information that wasn't for me. It was a personal of a personal nature that she was texting, and uh, she thought she was texting somebody else. And I had to say, "Hey, I, you're you're texting the wrong person. Uh, this has nothing to do with our transaction that we're working on." Uh, so that, that happened and that was just weird and that could happen, you know, it, it happens. Uh, but the response to, um, the, the sense of urgency about the transaction as we were solving these problems leading up to closing was not very well handled on that side. In my opinion, yes, there were problems and some of them, um, my client was responsible for solving and addressing, uh, but these things are addressed and ought to be addressed in a timely manner, which my client uh, did. And I always advise my clients to be on top of every aspect of the transaction and respond. And and uh, but on on the other side, um, there was an amendment that just you know didn't get signed in a timely manner, and it just drags things on and it just causes issues. So uh, you know, so when an agent is doing that, it it um, it cues me in on the fact that the agent is not being diligent in working the transaction and managing the transaction and looking after the best interests of their client in a timely manner. And uh, that's not only bad for the client, but it's, it's doubly bad for the client because when I'm working with an agent like that, it, uh, it gives me an upper hand in the negotiation. I realize I'm, I'm dealing with an agent that uh, doesn't, you know, isn't paying attention to everything. And uh, when I'm negotiating on behalf of my client, 
uh, my head is in the game. And of course, we, you know, everything is done ethically and in writing and according to real estate law and the contract and everything that we need to do. Uh, but when I'm negotiating on behalf of my client with an agent whose, whose head is not in the game and is not practicing full-time real estate, uh, they're doing a disservice to the client. It's double jeopardy for the client. The agent themselves are not representing the client well, and then they can easily be out negotiated very easily uh, because they don't know what to do when, when, uh, when my client, you know, when I present an amendment or an idea, usually I, I always do it in writing as much as I can on a contract form or uh, an official um, amendment form that we use with the signature of my client. So I force the hand of the other agent to respond and to react and to engage with their client. Uh, working by text and phone and just trying to negotiate. I mean, sometimes you could do a little bit of that, but I like to do it in writing and force the hand of the other agent when they don't respond in a timely manner. Uh, it's it's proper for me to um, to light a fire under the seat, so to speak, and get get something done. Uh, so that's the way I like to do it. But um, anyway, the key takeaway: you as a home seller or home buyer. In this case, uh, the example I'm giving is a home buyer. Uh, you really need to do your due diligence and make sure that you're working with an agent that knows what they're doing, that's experienced, and that is available on a full-time basis, or at least has a team that they're working with. And there are other people on the team, such as an administrative assistant or a, a, a co-agent uh, that you can contact uh, so that other agent, if they get busy, uh, you get the full support you need in your transaction. Uh, so that's why, um, anyway, the, the, the point being what motivated me to tell you about this is because the agent did not do their final walkthrough prior to closing. And that's the main message of here. Make sure that you do a final walkthrough prior to closing. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. To access the show notes, visit innovativeproperties.com slash podcast. I am John Marion, and I am the agent on duty. <music>